The views and opinions expressed on this program are those of the expressor, and do not necessarily represent those of the owner, management, or anyone else. This program is meant for mature listeners, and some of the language and topics may not be suitable for younger or sensitive individuals. If you are easily offended, or have a delicate constitution you may want to turn the program off now. The host and guest are welcome and encouraged to exercise their First Amendment rights as much as they want. This is a right to listen to program, and as such anyone for any reason at any time can stop listen by turning the program off. The program is here for entertainment, and hopefully some education. This will be accomplished through facts, fiction, sarcasm, and parody. Much like the mainstream media, we will try to verify information, but are under no obligation to do so prior to releasing said information. Any references to specific individuals, that may or may not have done something, is strictly for a point of reference and most likely was based on something found on the internet. Use discretion when listening and always feel free to double check our information if you want. This is Let's Talk It All. Uh, I'm Jeff. <laughs> I'm Evel. I don't know what Jeff, the hell that Jeff's was. Jeff's having a hard time. So, maybe if you didn't realize by the intro music tonight that part of our topic today is going to be about the age of Aquarius. Mm. And Jeff's looking... You know, you know, no. You know what, people? Don't don't buy Jeff. Jeff's giving me the hippie eyeball stink eye while he's drinking his herbal tea. <laughs> Out of out of a mug, so don't buy into his bullshit. The mug's got what's the mug got? It's got a nice horsey look. Two horses. It does have a nice horsey. Nice horsey, snowplow. But yeah, so just give me the stink eye for the hippie music while he drinks his herbal tea. So yeah. don't don't. Well, it's don't got buy into the, it's got honey in it though. Don't buy into his bullshit. Oh, it's got honey. Ooh, okay, so we'll get back to that. Um... What's no? We've been, been, we can't take, well, yeah, we took uh, the holiday off. Yeah, uh, lots of holidays off. <laughs> we took lot, we took lots of holidays <laughs> off. Every every day, every week's a holiday yeah, for every us. Every week's a holiday. Uh, very busy with everyday life, as is everybody, I guess, at this point. Uh, you know, still living the, through the COVID and <clears throat> the fun with all that. Uh, I'm not sure how I feel about these, these shots yet. I want to see some people I know get them. If they don't flop dead, I'll probably be okay with it. We have a new president. We do officially. What's his name? Uh, Joseph uh, Bidenoff. Really? What's up, like that? I, I had no idea this had transpired. Yeah. Huh. Yeah. So uh, we. Uh, well, I mean, to me, you still talking about Trump all the time, so I didn't realize there's a new president. It's, well, yeah, uh, they did, it, it, it's amazing. <laughs> the man has been out of the White House officially for. Almost a month, and he is still the only name that's dominating the news. Hmm. Um, even after he's no longer president, they're going to try to impeach him again. 
uh, yeah, they're just batshit crazy, these people. Well, I think the purpose of that is just so he can't run again for office. I don't think he was going to anyway. Um, but uh, regardless, I, you know, some talking point show. And he won't be convicted by the Senate, I highly doubt it. So, uh, it is what it is. I think you need 60 votes for this one, and they won't even get close to that. So. No, they can't just have... No. Yeah, it can't Cable, be a... Cable talk yeah, going... And tie the vote. No, and, it doesn't and, work that and, way. Yeah, cast your one vote to break a tie like yeah. she's been doing the last uh, few few votes. So. You know, I remember a similar time in history where, not that long ago, uh, Al Gore was the one doing that. Al Gore was, was He was making the, uh, the, uh, the cast on the tie votes. Um, during the Clinton Gore years. I think Old Man Bush has done it too. Yeah. In his time. Really? I don't, no, he was never. He was never. A, he was never, he was a, never a senator. He was. Uh, he, he was a vice president. Was, no, he was. What? Yeah, but. Oh yeah, he did tie it. You're right. He. Uh, sorry. Yeah, he did. In fact, uh, a few times. You're correct. Yes. Yeah. That's probably almost before your time, Paul. Yeah. You know that one. Yeah. I, so. Yeah, you are. Yes, I am. I am. Yes, you are. I am. Yeah. And depending on what social media you look at, it depends on when my birthday is. So. Yeah. <laughs> but that's a whole other story. So, fuck, fuck. You know. It's your birthday this week, actually. You are going to be an old man. It's not this week. Yeah, it is. Today's only the 9th, right? 8th, 9th? Oh, is it next week? Yeah. yeah. Oh, happy fucking got early t- birthday. What's I, still got ten I, know? <laughs> I still got 10 days. I still got 10 days. Um, it's the 18th. It is. Damn it. Days, I did have it wrong. Days. I could swear it was this week. I'm like, no, oh, I gotta get this fucking birthday present, you know? <laughs> I thought you were just being insistent. Um, so, yeah, there's been a lot going on. We've just kind of been. I know I've I just been kind of staying clear of all the bullshit going on. There's 28 days since it took office, and there's 29 new executive orders and 41. Oh, is it 41 now? 41 he's, now. he's done more executive orders than any president. Oh, there's there's executive time. orders and there's memos and there's yeah. some kind of decrees. And I had a list of stuff written down with everything from, I don't know, uh, just basically everything. You know. Well, I'm going to do this. Uh, I don't think he's going to serve. I said it before, he won't serve his full term. Um, but uh, Campbell told him to take over. But... The thing is, uh, I, I did. Be, you got. I got to give the guy a chance. I'm kind of holding my judgment on everything to see where this goes. Uh, as I said, I've been uh, you, before the show. I was talking about uh, Chomsky. I've been uh, doing research yeah. into Mr. Chomsky there, and uh, I have to admit, he makes some valid points about uh, uh, wealth distribution and uh, wealth control, and uh, it kind of ties in with the uh, uh, my awakening with Ron Paul. Ron Paul taught me about uh, fiat money, you know, basically the fake currencies mm-hmm. and everything else, and bank manipulation and the world bank bank manipulation. Anyway, all that crap in the Federal Reserve, um, and it kind of ties in a lot with Chomsky's uh, views on things as well. And he takes it to the corporate side and how they move money around, like GE. You know, I didn't know this about GE, but they they make over sixty percent of the money. Get this, just by moving money around in unique ways. That's how they make profit. Sixty percent of it. You know, only 40% comes from actual shit they actually make. Good work. <laughs> yeah, I mean, like, but you know what I'm saying? It's just, it's just crazy, and a lot of companies are like that. Um, it's very interesting stuff, and it's starting to change my views on capitalism just a little bit, you know. So, interesting, well, interesting, interesting. We will probably get a little bit into the talk uh, about the main topic tonight, but just some other things. Um, I find it curious. 
that almost within a day or two of Conor McGregor losing his MMA title, getting his ass whooped, Joe Biden executes an executive order making it all right for men to compete in women's sports. Ah, yes. And I think I think Connor might go to Connie, <laughs> and Connie McGregor might be the newest newest phenom, so to speak, in the women's mixed martial art field. Well, um, I think someone's got him beat to that. There's this woman out there. When I, there's going to be a video soon, I think, coming mm-hmm. out, and we'll share it when we see it. Uh, her name is Marjorie. And, uh, Marjorie? Marjorie. Mm. And uh, she is a uh, transgender uh, uh, female, and uh, she's going to be competing in female boxing. Oh. And uh, she is claiming that she's going to kick all female boxers' asses. Wow. And she's going to put a, uh, you know, a threat out there, a, you know, a challenge, lay down the gauntlet to them all. And, uh, and she's going to make sure that, uh, you know, she, if she wins the, the championship, um, she's hoping that she will get a visit to visit to the White House to see nice. Joe Biden and get the Thank Presidential Medal of Honor, a Freedom Medal of Freedom, you yeah. know, uh, you know, like Oprah Winfrey got, so, because uh, she's every woman, you know, so oh. this is just be very interesting, this is a policy he put in effect, and we'll see if Marjorie can uh, fulfill her dreams. Marjorie. Yeah. I thought there was another one out there called Ima. I'm a, I'm a man. <laughs> yeah. You know, but I, from what I understand, Marjorie's one of her big goals is be on the, you know, the box of Wheaties and stuff, so, nice. uh, yeah, wow. you know. God knows, Bruce Jenner's on there twice. Yeah, exactly. So this, both, this could be both her, sides of the coin. This could be her dream come true. Except, except both pictures just still got a penis, so I don't know how that really <laughs> is fair, but whatever. So uh, part of part of at least for me prepping for 2021 was trying to come up with some topics that because usually Jeff and I talk, we talk and. We get some paranormal stuff. We get some cryptid stuff, and then we get politics. And we well, don't. Do, we don't. We don't. We don't deviate a lot beyond that. Right. Well, with this time off, we did have that project you were working on, right. and uh, and I know you were a little afraid to let the other half know about this, which I understand. But you know, for our viewers' sake, so how did the interviews with the streetwalkers go? What information can you bring back, and how much did you have to pay them just for interviews? Because I know, quote unquote, all you did was interview them. <laughs> so, how how did this go with the streetwalkers? Well, it was all right. They weren't very chatty. No. Yeah, you know they they mumbled a lot. <laughs> oh, good lord. <laughs> and <laughs> and since it was on your credit card, I thought you would have seen oh, it. Oh, right, yeah. You know how you, things on your credit card goes. <laughs> she kept she kept swiping. I don't know. That wasn't that was that pretty. Yeah, Streetwalker Project. We're still we're still working on that one. <laughs> um. So I want to try to talk about some off the wall things, and tonight we're going to talk about Age of Aquarius. Not the not the music from the the hit. 60s Broadway show hair, but actual age of age of Aquarius, the zodiac ages that we've gone through as a planet and a people. Now the age of Aquarius. The, uh, now Aries is the beginning of the uh, the little chart. So some shit, right? Right. I'm an Aries, so we kick ass. So that's why we're the beginners. So we're we're kick ass. And we're the kings. And we've gone through the age of Aquarius already. Oh, see now that I decided no. So. The, 
So the age of Aries pretty much took place prior to the birth of Christ. Oh, shit, I missed that. So it's all those... In, in an age, a zodiac age um, has to do with the, the constellations and how they travel. And it's roughly 2,000 years, give or take, 150 years. Some say it's 2,000, some say it's 2,150, some say it's just 2,100. So there's, there's some wiggle room on that in this exact science of you know, astrology. So, Age of Aries was prior to B.C. The Age of Pisces, which we are just coming out of, was everything after the birth of Christ. And, again, after the birth of Christ, so, so the year 2000, the new millennia, blah, blah, whatever. So, was Christ an Aries, or was he a Pisces? I'm going to say I well December is December well again when this is actually Sagittarius birth. isn't it is it's it December I know December seventh eighth this is actually I mean we, we celebrate it in December but there's always been modern debate that it was more a spring a spring birth than anything else but he he was born it, it would be that transition period. As it goes from age Aries into age Pisces. So, all right. So now, uh, the Jesus fish is that Aquarius or Pisces? That's Pisces. That's what I thought. Jesus okay. is Pisces. Right. But so, that's actually, you know, that wasn't actually a code. I don't know if you're aware. This it probably are, but that was actually a code uh, for Christians to use. Uh, that the symbol. Fish. Yeah. Uh, so exactly. The, the Roman Empire so, didn't know what they were doing. So the age of Pisces. So age of Aries. You think about everything that went on before Christ, whatever, blah, blah, whatever, date BC. It was very warlike, very always fighting, always conquesting, always. It was very combative. It was very much representative of the Aries type sign. So the age of Pisces brings in a shift from that to more of more of a life that's centered around the authoritative groups. So the big thing with the Pisces in the age of Pisces was the the introduction of the establishment. So, the, so we talk about Christ and that gets going and it's all part of the transition. But this is where the the Christian religion comes in, and from that, the church. And if you think about all the, and you're right, the the fish, the symbol of the fish was a big thing that kind of showed, it was kind of a secret way to show that you were a Christian, and you know, Jesus and the, the five loaves and seven fish, or so two fish and five loaves, whatever it is. Don't forget the wine. The fish and bread. Well, yeah, the wine's always a good one, too. Um, a lot of water-type stories and references in the Bible. Yep. Walking on water, water, calm in the sea, blah, blah, yeah. blah, blah, blah. Michael Brown, the so, Pisces okay. is also a water symbol. So, so all that stuff, yeah, 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 yeah. So all that stuff's in there. But 
the the big thing with with Pisces is that this was it was an age that brought about people following the establishment and the establishment being very unquestionable secret societies halls of power um, you think about the the Catholic Church at the start of it when it really got rolling it it pretty much decided what and was what 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 was and what wasn't in the Bible uh, all the decrees all the you know we're gonna take paganism and make it we're gonna overtake those holidays and make them our own and so a lot of the age of Pisces the 2,000 years between zero 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 AD and in now was all about the establishment the man the government the authority there it was about you know making those establishments, making those kind of commitments to follow the government, follow the authority, follow the church, you know, the crusades and things like that. So this was, this was the, this, the driving force of the last 2,000 years. When you think about it, it's kind of, kind of accurate when you think about that. With the church and everything went on with that. So then we get the age of Aquarius. So the age of Aquarius actually talks about more about the individual. And when I say that, it's not so much the individual as in selfish me, myself, and I, but a, a shift from the establishment being the be-all-do-all to the individual being all-do-all. Thinking for yourself. Uh, being self-sufficient, uh, individuals caring for each other, not the government caring for everybody, this kind of thing. And this is this is kind of the the what a lot of the astrologers and metaphysical people and whatever else are saying that this is key indicators that we have we've been transitioning probably for the last fifty years into the age of Aquarius, and we're still getting there but you can you could see this start to change in the mid 60s when the establishment was bad the man you didn't see it so much, came up uh, you didn't see it came on the scene in the 60s as well you didn't yeah, see it in the 50s it was still you know in early part of the 60s uh, it started to change and the government was bad the government didn't have her best interest, and well, yeah, and that, people came out came, came out against it. And not saying the government wasn't bad before then, right? But the 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 universal consciousness of the people were good with what they didn't know. They didn't enter the force, right? Well, and the, then we start to come out of that. Yeah, well, the, as you said, in the '60s and in the, the '70s, uh, a change happened uh, with the downtrodden. Um, the less fortunate, mm -hmm. uh, they started to mobilize. Um, you know, you, you had uh, Martin Luther King, you had Malcolm X, you, you know, you, uh, it was all kinds of different leaders. Uh, the Kennedys, you know, before they got, uh, you know, became president, you know, presidential, uh, or that kind of thing. But um, there was a lot of different movers and shakers. Chomsky was one of them. Um, 
and uh, there was peace movements, and there was anti-government movements, and there was, you know, uh, wealth uh, inequality movements, and you had all these uh, these uh, demonstrations going on, and uh, people, you know, banding together to mm -hmm. fight the man and fight the system, and you saw a correlation change at the same time uh, because companies reacted. Uh, now you got to remember how people get elected in this country. Oh, yeah. it's, it's all on corporation money. Halls of power. So uh, more money was pumped into these candidates, and these candidates went in Congress and Senate, and they passed more laws to strengthen companies' rights over individual mm -hmm. rights. This was the this was the pushback on the company side, mm -hmm. you know, for, uh, over the wealth issue. Uh, and then we saw, you know, in the 19, uh, 1940, 1938, 37, um, actually all the way up to like 55, 56. Uh, our production ratio compared to our uh, monetary system, um, meaning banking, it was about a 40 to, you know, 18, 15% split, all right? In the 19, late 60s and 70s, you saw this huge push back, and the production level went way down in the United States, down to like the 18% ratio, and the actual monetary system, where money is made out of thin air, and, you know, banking industry went way up over 30%. And that money is against pumps into the politics. They make more laws to protect the banking industry and industry itself. And this creates even a wider gap, you know, in the wealth uh, inequality between mm -hmm. the different classes, uh, making people more poor. We're seeing it today, you know, unfortunately, in the crash of 2007 and the crash now due to COVID, we saw two of the largest wealth transfers in history. It made everyone more poor. It didn't make anyone better. You know, companies all got bailed out again. The little right. guy got screwed again. Right. You know, it's not just the Republicans. It's not just the Democrats. These son of a bitches are all working together. Well, and I, and I think this... This is how broken the system is. It is broken. And I think it is, it is a slow enlightenment. But I think more people are becoming aware. Um, and again, this COVID... The, there, as we transition from one to the other, there are these groups, these halls of power, these companies, these politicians that are doing everything they can to hold on to what's slipping out of their hands. Mm -hmm. um, we're definitely in the age of information. I mean, I know we've good information, but it's out there. It's out. There's never been a more prolific time of information available to people. Yes and no, because now they're cracking down on that even. We'll get to that later. I'm well, sure. Right. <laughs> then, again, they're trying to... Everything everything okay. that the age of Aquarius is trying to usher in, or at least get rolling in the transition, it's being, it's being met head on. Yep. Um, and this is where, you know, like I said, people are starting to see these things. And again, they're not... It, They're not, I think there's a lot of uh, fear, I think there's a lot of, and they, and they, and they play on that. Oh, yeah. If, if. It was Alan Greenspan, you could see, the, the tapes are still available today, you can watch his interviews that run by the time ABC News, CBS News, and he's given testimony to Congress about, you know, the economy, the state of the economy, and at the time, why it was in such great shape, and this is during Reagan and Bush, uh, before 
they took a turn for the worse for Bush. But Alan Greenspan was given it. I just watched it tonight, actually, before the show. And he said one of the primary factors to keeping our economy going and why it's being so strong right now is uh, worker insecurity about their jobs. Mm -hmm. The more insecure you make someone about the job, the less back, less they're going to push back for right. more for better pay or better health benefits. That's a fact. Right. So if you make them scared of losing their job, they're going to they're going to be mice. People will be mice. And this COVID, we we just went through a year of it. Again, we've said it on the program. We've said it privately, personally, for each one. We're not denying it exists. No, nope, not at all. We've never denied it exists. What we had a problem with was the way it was weaponized to create massive fear, destroy a productive economy, and like you said, keep keep the poor people poor. poor. And make more poor people. And make more, more, more poor people. <laughs> That's what more poor people. Um, and that was all done by the Pisces, by the establishment. It wasn't individuals. No one, no one petitioned Governor Cuomo to shut the state down. No one. It was the media, who is linked with the corporations, yep. who is linked to the to the politicians. It's the it's the establishment trying to hold on. In, in, I don't think they're going to be able to completely stop it, but to slow down this transition of ages to where it becomes the individuals. And when I say individuals, I mean not saying individual person, but individuals as we take responsibility for ourselves. We take responsibility to ensure that each other are, are doing well and it's not, we're not relying and on the government to do every little thing for us. You know, and here, just to back up this a little bit, look, look at CNN. You know, look, you know, a lot of people watch CNN mm -hmm. and take it as news. Who owns CNN? AT&T. Yeah. AT&T owns CNN. I mean, that's how effed up this world is. It's corporations owning the news. You know, you got Facebook and YouTube and Twitter. Uh, they control 80%, literally over 80% of the, of the news oh, yeah. you see today. And now they're censoring what you can see. It's just absolutely insane. It, it's it, insane. It it's absolutely not. And they're going after not just going after. They, first, they went after you know people that were on the right, uh, whether it be the Proud Boys or the GOP people or you know the libertarians. They, they went after a bunch of them and took them off. Trump supporters took them off their platforms, uh, suspended their Twitter accounts. Yeah. And you know the left was cheering, yay, yay, yay. They thought now, it was a great thing. But now they're going after the left too. Yeah. Two weeks ago. Yeah. Yep, they launched a massive campaign worldwide yeah. between the platforms and destroyed and decimated. And again, it's this isn't uh, this really isn't a left right thing. This is the establishment doing everything they can yeah. to keep the individuals ignorant yep. and on the farm and afraid and afraid. They were afraid. Um, it's. And again, I know this is all age of Aquarius and astrology and all the all the hokey side of things, all the fuzzy science. Side. But if you think about it, if you if you read, if you look up this stuff and read it and let us sink in what you're reading, it makes it makes crazy sense. 
it makes crazy sense when you can go back through the timeline of the last 50 years and see where this started to change and we actually had a break of four years of a man that was not really part of the establishment. No, he was definitely and he was, And I get it. I'm, again, I get it. He may not have been the most Christianly man, but he wasn't part of the establishment. And he was about, he was about himself. He was about the individual. And he was about American people being the American people. Um, I'm just hoping the four years were enough to at least keep, even if it's slowly, keep it moving forward over the next well, four, ten generations. What we've seen uh, with Mr. Biden in office so far is, look, whether CNN reports on it or not, or CBS or NBC, Fox has, obviously, and you can, still, you can find the videos on YouTube, but the riots in Portland haven't stopped. They got worse. And Vita went nuts. They went crazy. You had nothing, you know, they're coming out even harder. And uh, what I, I understand in some aspects of where they're coming from at this point, actually. And, and it's a lot about wealth. It's a lot about the inequality of wealth. And it's a lot about the corporations, like mm -hmm. the banking and keeping people down. I actually get a little bit where they're coming from at this point. I don't agree with them, but I get where they're coming from. And on the right, you know, you had 75 million people, you know, vote for Donald Trump. Right. Okay, 75 million people. So you got a huge pissed off block of people right now over the election, okay? Whether it was rigged or not, or fake or what, whatever, it doesn't matter. You got 75 million block, people right. pissed, right? Now, the American Revolution, okay, less, an estimated less than 40% of the people supported the American Revolution, right. entered the 13 colonies. Less than 40%. It's not as low as 30%, mm -hmm. okay? But that 30% or 35%, were the ones that caused the Civil War, and, or not Civil War, the Revolutionary Civil War, War, right? And uh, that's something people need to be remember is you can only push people so far. The minority will eventually, because they're not pussies, they're pushing back, all right? That, that percentage, that, that smaller percentage, they're very vocal about it, okay? They're strong people. And history shows the strong people, the Bolshevik Revolution. Mm -hmm. Again, that was a smaller percentage. These people aren't fucking around, whether it be in Theta or the Trump supporters or, you know, MAGA, whatever you want to call them. You get you get the libertarians, you get the progressives, you get the Infita folks and, you know, the Trump supporters all together. You're going to have a fucking problem if they link up oh, yeah. not for a common cause. You've got a fucking problem. Especially. Really there got, will be a civil fucking war. There will be not a revolution. There will be a revolution oh, yeah. in this country and it'll be bloody and it'll be horrible. But in. You know, the Senate, the Congress, the Democrats and the Republicans, the president for, uh, the president right now, these people need to wake up to this fact. And they, they need to realize what's going on. I don't think they really have a, their fingers on the pulse of the nation. They don't understand what's going on. These groups aren't going away. They're getting stronger. And you can call them domestic terrorism all you want, but they're coming for you. The British call it domestic terrorism, too. They're going to come for you. you. You better get this to your heads. This is this is the game to these people. These people aren't playing around. And again, they're trying to keep things separated because now, now they're going back to January 6th, the whole debacle at the Capitol. They're blaming the Trump people. Right. That was Trump. Well, the Antifa people, and these people don't want to be necessarily associated with that. So 
it's it's driving that wedge right now, right now. Right, right. I mean, I, I, you got to stop talking about this guy at some point. Yep. And in my point, and this got me kicked off Facebook the second time. <laughs> if there are eighty million gun owners in the United States, there were seventy-five million people that voted for Trump. If this man had actually put out a call for armed insurrection, don't you think it'd have been a little better showing than the cluster fuck that went on in the Capitol January 6th? Exactly. And that was my point when it was going on was like, what are these people doing? They're storming the Capitol, but they're not they're not taking anybody out. They're not chopping off heads. They're not putting heads on spikes. And I couldn't understand it because I'm like, well, you're doing a half-ass job. If you're going to go in there, you fucking grab the motherfuckers. You kill them. You, take their, you chop their heads off their bodies. You plant their heads on spikes and you line the way to the fucking, you know, to the, to the Capitol. All the yes. way to the Capitol. That's how you do, that's how you do a, re, a revolution. That's how it happens. Not, not, how, not, how, not how we're going to do it, no. per, per se. No, 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 no. This is all in the hypothetical. <laughs> This is all a look at history. But no, no, what I'm saying, though, this is... In the Bolshevik Revolution... I hear the door being kicked in right now upstairs. In the Bolshevik Heather won't hear it, but she won't know what the fuck's going on. In the Bolshevik Revolution, you know, yeah. they, they, they took out the whole fucking ruling oh, family. family. They shot them all. Yeah. It's everybody. But yeah. That's, that's how you do things. That's right. how it's done. So when it was happening, I'm like, what are these people doing? This is stupid. It if is you're stupid. not going to do it 100%, don't do it at all. This is just retarded. Right. Right. I didn't understand what the hell they were right. doing. Right. So... Um, listen to one of the shows today, they were talking, I guess the testimony is coming out now about they've made arrests with the, some of the instigators from the Capitol thing, and they're finding out now that this is, this is stuff that was planned back in November, this is stuff that was planned back in October, this is, there, there was some serious, obviously it wasn't that serious because they really fucked it up, <laughs> but there were some attempts at actual planning at this, which one, how does it become a well? I guess it happened in Benghazi, right? Yeah, they planned it, but then it was a spontaneous, <laughs> you know, thing that yeah. killed four of our people. Yeah, so it was that kind of, it was a Benghazi moment where they've been planning it for three months, but then you know, it was spontaneous when Trump said, Please go home and be peaceful. It translated to, Oh, go, go break in the doors. Of Congress and steal Nancy Pelosi's podium <laughs> and her laptop and and wear your best furs and horned helmets. <laughs> you fucking idiots. Anyways, so so now they're saying that all this is coming forward. It's, it's you know this is again this is all background on that Trump planned this and yeah. made you know his speech was the secret call oh, to call to go. Man. He blew the conic <laughs> shell that. Raise the warriors to this, this, and again, if you really, this man had 75 million supporters. If you really think that his goal was to incite people to riot, they wouldn't wouldn't have done a better job than what what happened. I'm not saying that he was going to do that, but I'm not saying that's his plan, but use your your goddamn head. More than likely, I think any listeners listening to this show are have more intelligence. Than the two of you have got to have more <laughs> yeah, intelligence. Two of you got to know that. Yeah, yeah. So, 
I, I have no fear of our listeners. It's just, uh, you know. Yeah. I, well, I don't know. <laughs> Every now and then, if some odd country pops up listening to us, <laughs> Ukraine or Indonesia. It's my last name, man. Pakistan. I don't know. So, um, so, yeah. So, I, I thought it was interesting. I was researching about the age of Aquarius that uh, it really resonated with a lot of what's going on right now. And I can see where the age of Pisces had that and what it did and what we're talking about. It's just going to be a slow process because they've just, the the establishment has their hooks buried so deep in the American people that it's going to take a lot longer to get through this transition. I think we'll get there. I think... You know, I think the, uh, it was funny because if you, if you look at the age of Aquarius and what it talks about what it, and its goal where it's headed, and again, because we do this so often, it's headed in the same direction that Gene Roddenberry's vision was headed back in 62, 63. Yeah, some bad shit's going to happen along the way. Well, I get that. Yeah. <laughs> I get that. But, but Star Trek is definitely... The age of Aquarius, in its in its theory. So, so that's all I had. I didn't know if you had a chance to look anything up on it or just no. I, I chat about it. The, the the symbol. That's what I got. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah and that was all Pisces, the fish, well the water. And, yeah, yeah. So, uh, so that's what I had. It's, again, I want to at least for a little bit have some different things we talk about before yeah. we get into the tin hat. Tin Hat Conversations. Um, speaking of Tin Hat Conversations, uh, one of our dedicated uh, followers, listeners, uh, mentioned or asked us if we knew about the Area 51 in New York State. The Area 51 in New, New York, York State. State. Not wow. A151 sauce, right. Area 51 in New York State. And I think you said you think you heard about it, and I looked it up. Because I hadn't necessarily heard about it. There's a, there's actually a sign with an alien that says "Welcome to New York State's Area 51." Are you familiar with this? Well, I've been kind there. Of, kind of, you have been there. I took, oh, you people, I took people there. Oh, really? Um, but I don't remember the sign. Uh, it's it, what I mean by Area 51. It's not a government thing. It's no, a, it's, it's not. a, it's a, it's a, an area of New York State that has a lot of different phenomena associated with it. You know, UFOs and Sasquatch and whatever Bigfoot, whatever you want to call them. Actually, I took, uh, at the time, uh, I think they were both Broome County Sheriffs, I won't name names, and a private investigator uh, uh, out there. And Heather, I think, came with us as well. And we did, it, you know, it wasn't long enough. It was very, it was one of my very piss-poor plans was to do this for a day and a Let's half. Do this we, for a day and a half. Yeah, we went up, we slept one night, you know, but, like, it just wasn't enough to time to a proper like, investigation yeah. in the area. Um, it's it, In that area... It, where we went, you, you really need at least a week's time to really do something, you know, right. you know, substantial. I mean, I found a ton of spots that were perfect, you know, to do further investigation, but it just wasn't the physical. So time. this this is the historic Thompson Park in Watertown. That sound right? Well, is that what you're talking about? Or are we no, no, I'm talking a different before? area. But uh, all right, go so, ahead. So this might be Jeff might be in Area 52, but <laughs> Thompson. Park in Watertown um, has what people are calling vortexes that odd things happen and 
They've had teams up there, mysterious disappearances, reappearances. Well, yes, it was the same area, just a few miles oh, is it? to the okay. west. Yeah, but you literally, yeah, close enough. So the park opened in 1905, and this crap's been going on since then. I know teams that have gone up there to investigate have found uh, a lot of things with the EMF fields and a lot of ley lines that cause havoc with, like, dowsing rods and electric equipment and things like that. So, um, it got its name. It's got its name. Um, the director, Alan Dulles. Yeah, CIA. CIA. He killed Kennedy. He, he killed Kennedy. So, the director of CIA at the time was... Gate had given, had given a nickname to Area 51 in Nevada as the Watertown Strip. And Alan Dulles is from Watertown, New York. So they kind of got a, how to they translate the name there to the Area 51. Yeah. And where it should go out of the park. Yeah, Alan Dulles is head of the CIA. And then uh, Kennedy, uh, they had a big throwdown. <laughs> um, Alan Dulles, and this is, not, this is not made up. This is all declassified. You can look it up yourself, folks. I'm not making this shit up. But uh, Alan Dulles came up with a plan. <laughs> I can't believe that he did this. And it's actually factual declassified documents. He went to Kennedy with a plan to fake an invasion by killing American citizens in Florida from Cuba so we could invade Cuba. And Kennedy went through the fucking roof and it almost came to a fist fight in the Oval Office over it. Can't, can't make this shit up. And then, uh, so basically a few weeks later, uh, Kennedy gave him the uh, some kind of medal, you know, distinguished service, whatever president gives, you know. The door. And the next day he fired him. And I kid you not, he fired him the next fucking day, right? So, uh, less than a year later, <laughs> less than a year later, Kennedy's murdered, right, uh, in, uh, in, in, in Texas. And uh, who gets put in charge of the investigation? <laughs> the former CIA director that was fired by him, Alan Dawes. You know, so you just uh, you can't make... that's where I remember the name from. The yeah, you, you can't make that shit up. You just, you literally can't make... Hey, hey, he got fired! <laughs> Use that guy to investigate the death of the president. So, yep, true story. Uh, did you watch Super Bowl? Actually, this is the first one I've watched in uh, many, many movies. I know you've been poking football, but yeah, I did watch this one because uh, I, uh, Tom Brady, forty-three. You know, I'm his senior, but uh, I was uh, I'm pulling. For, I always pull for the old guy. He got kicked out the back door at New England, and everyone made a big deal how great Belichick was as the coach. I hated New England, but I, I always had respect for Tom Brady, and uh, I was, you know, pulling for him to pull it off. Uh, and he did something again. No one else did seven, seven championships. I mean, at his forty-three years of age, and in my opinion, he, he's the greatest player of my age. I don't, my generation. I, you know, you can't, you can't take Muhammad Ali and versus Mike Tyson. You can't do shit like that. You can't take Johnny, but uh, you know, right? You, you can't John Elway, and you can't take these guys and say, oh, who's the, you can't do that. But he is definitely in my. In my perspective, from my time, he's played against everybody in my time, so he's the greatest of my time. There's no doubt about well, it in my mind. He's been doing this for 20 years, right? Yeah. Yeah. 20 years? When he started his collecting his football, NFL <laughs> yeah. championship rings? Yeah. So, and believe me, I'm, I'm where I work, it's a sports-oriented secondary it's, business, and there are plenty of Brady haters out there. 
And I never really cared about that. I mean, I spent ten. I spent five years in New England. I was fine with it. Never really paid attention to one way or the other. Didn't matter to me. Um, but I, I knew he left. I knew there was some shenanigans with him leaving and what whatnot. And, and then I heard Tampa Bay. He went to Tampa Bay. I'm like, wow, that's you know, that's. He took a team that was seven and nine. It was a shit team. And yeah, within a year, haven't seen a championship <laughs> in almost twenty years. <laughs> Like the last time they saw a Super Bowl, Brady was just starting his march. Button shoes are stolen style, you know. <laughs> so he went there. I'm like, oh, okay. I've seen this. I've seen this story where these quarterbacks that are really great. One team, they go somewhere else, and they just kind of yeah. become Cut a commentator, yeah. you know. And uh, they had a little bit of a rough start, yeah. and then uh, they got their asses handed to them right around Thanksgiving, yeah. and they had a bye the next week. Yep. And they came out for that bye game and just crushed it going forward. Yeah. And you can be you can be a Brady hater if you want, you can be a Trump hater if you want, but you got to give the guy credit. Yep. I think, and again, it was it was they were all oh they got. I've seen blowout games. I, I get it. The score makes it look like it was a blowout. Right. I think both teams did the best they could. Yep. I think they gave one hundred percent. There was a little bit, and again, I couldn't last three seconds out there, but there was a little bit towards the end of the third quarter where you could see where the defenses were gassed. Yeah. They weren't making the pressure. They weren't keeping it up. They weren't getting in on Mahomes. They weren't. It was, you could tell. And then uh, fourth quarter came around, and I don't know if they had Red Bull in the locker room or what it was, but they came out. And the pressure was back on. Mahomes was hurt. And I, I got to give him credit for sticking it out and trying to do the best he can. Um, it's if, if a coach had to take a take away uh, a point from that, you need to have a secondary quarterback that can step in and do the job. Philadelphia Eagles were able to do that two years ago. Uh, Whatever it was. Yeah, they had the one guy... <laughs> The one guy, and he was all right, and the other guy was all right, and then between them getting injured off and on, but between the two quarterbacks, they had enough depth in the first quarterbacks to bring them the victory. Yeah, and I, it was more than just Mahomes being Oh, no, no, I, no, no, no. Way more. Oh, no. <laughs> I think Brady looked phenomenal. Yeah. The guy for 43 has a crazy, crazy arm. Some of those passes are ridiculous. Yeah. Mahomes did too. Oh yeah, this, and the this, angles. The this weird kid, angles. this kid can get a pass off. <laughs> going down, going down, <laughs> and hit his target. In fact, the, the one guys that, didn't catch the ball. They were hitting him. Hit him they were, the helmet. The guys couldn't catch Could the have ball. Stuck in his helmet would have been helpful. <laughs> I know the one play. Mahomes was going was going down, and they actually debated whether it was an actual pass because he had broken the parallel line to yeah. the field yeah. before he hit the ground. Yeah. Um. I think the kid's got a. I think he's got a future ahead of him. They oh, don't. He's amazing. He's yeah, an amazing. Yeah, player. There's no doubt about it. You know, but uh, Brady had experience, and I think, you know, they keep all. Oh, I get it. It's a high pressure game, but I don't think it's. A, I don't think it's as high pressure for Brady as it was for Mahomes. You know, here's the interesting thing about Tom Brady, and this is you know geniuses like Mozart. Uh, geniuses in, in their in their in their field, uh, their game of play. Uh, Vander Holyfield, uh, Muhammad Ali, uh, you know, uh, John Brady. 
you know, just to name a few, there's other ones I just, I'm not, I can't get right. my mind wrapped around about. Uh, 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 yeah, here's another one, uh, Aaron Rodgers. All right, these Aaron people Rogers. are different, okay? They're, they're just off a little bit. I'll tell you why they're off just a little bit. Tom Brady kicked his family out of his house. It's a, it's, it, it's, it's huge. It's like 28,000 square feet. It's a gigantic fucking complex. It's like, it's like $84 million complex, right? He kicked his family out because he needed to concentrate on football until yeah. it was over with. Okay, get the fuck out of the house. But these are what, this is the extremes these people go to, to their craft, to their you know, dedication to what they do. And this makes, they're geniuses in that sense because they're just a little bit off. And we don't quite understand how they can think that way. But that makes them so successful that they can think where we're not thinking. Does, mm -hmm. does this make sense? And yeah, how yeah. they look at things. So, yeah, geniuses. Great. I thought it was a great People game. Geniuses. I thought it was a great game. I, I enjoyed, I enjoyed yeah. every minute of it. Yeah. Um, I was rooting for Tom Brady the whole fucking time. I was, I was too. And I've never team. been a fan of the guy. I never liked New England. No, I said, that. neither I I wanted, wanted to, to see the old guy do something no one else had done. But I think you like need to, you got to give the guy credit. Yeah. Hate him, hate him all you want, but you got to look at this what this guy's account. But you can't hate the accomplishment. Tampa Bay, first team ever to host Super Bowl and win it. Yeah. <laughs> what are the yeah. odds? Yeah. <laughs> yes. and, and from what the commentators saying, Tampa Bay area has been had a stellar late year. Oh yeah, they yeah. were in the something for the World Series. They were champion. League champions? I don't know. They made it almost another World Series. I guess the hockey team, the Rays or something, did a great job. I don't know. It was, it was a good year for, for Tampa. The right? only thing they got wrong is the, uh, Tampa did vote for Trump, that whole block, uh, you know, the precincts did. That's the only thing they got, uh, you know, that didn't come out right. But other than that, they yeah, got everything uh, else. <laughs> so that was, that was a good game. So that 55 was good. Uh, I was not impressed with any of the entertainment. I didn't. Uh, I started watching the show, and you know, uh, the, the banshees on the face. I thought they were jock traps at first. That's what we like. Those why they wearing jocks on their face. And I you know, I know point. someone else that was sitting watching me was like, "This is anti-white <laughs> because they have, it was white. They're well, all yeah, white I, And you know, they're falling down on the ground dead yeah. at the end. <laughs> I'm like, I don't think it's about that. It actually, yeah. has a meaning. It actually has some. It actually a, a legitimate cause. It's a legitimate cause. It has nothing to do with anti-white or anything like that. Or you know, hands up or any of that shit has nothing to do with that. I looked it up today to figure out what the fuck they were doing and just forgot all the information. But look it up, folks. It has nothing to do with anti-white. Well, it, make sure that's clear. So, it, And I get it. I'm old. I don't sit up in the most current music trends. But who is, who is the fucking weekend? Of all the names you can pick for yourself as a performer. Yeah. I don't know. It makes... Prince just calling himself some kind of symbol. <laughs> yeah, oh, the symbol. Yeah. The symbol. Yeah. Uh, the weekend. What? Really? <laughs> Drunk and stupid? That's how you. That's how you're treated. Yeah, no, I like the old days of I'm Rick James, bitch. You know? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. <laughs> Rick James. Um. Fucking Eddie Murphy. Rick James. I wasn't. You know, I wasn't. <laughs> I wasn't overly impressed with the national anthem. I didn't watch that part. Wasn't. Yeah. I know it's no one took a knee. No, Trump's not in office. <laughs> I know there's no longer there's no longer a need to take a knee. Yeah, because yeah, no, Trump's not in office. Uh, wasn't overly impressed with the national anthem. Um, they did "God Bless America" to start the whole thing off, and then they, the girl that read the poem, did the poem for the inauguration, did a poem for that, and it was nice. It was nice. Um, but yeah, as uh, some other things going on uh, for the 
cryptids in the audience, uh, Monster Quest. Look it up. They have shows. Season 2, episode 12, is all about the Bigfoot in New York. I think they, yes. I think they focus a lot on the White Whitehall. 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 Yeah. Whitehall thing. Yeah. Uh, Russian. Russian. And they, they're no longer called cosmonauts. They're called astronauts like every other country. Oh, they got rid country. of the term cosmonauts. So they got rid of the term cosmonaut. The Russian astronaut that's on the International Space Station uh, has publicly come out and said that he did see five UFOs paralleling the station while he was on it. Ah, fascinating. So, and uh, while we're talking about space, here's a crazy thing, and you can say what you want about this. Uh, we've always worried about them weaponizing uh, the moon, but we're apparently in a race for Mars. Yeah. Uh, we, are, we are in competition with China yep. and the UAE. Which European Space Station. Yes. Yeah. So, apparently Mars is the new moon. Well, there's there's a couple races going on. Yes, Mars is a big race to get to Mars, and there's different reasons to go to Mars. Moon, is, there's a couple reasons to go to the moon, too. One, of, uh, first and foremost, is... Um, what the hell is it? Uh, H3. Yes, Helium H3. Thank you for reminding me. I forgot. See, I'm getting old. Uh, of course, we've already done a show about how incredibly powerful that material is, which is an abundance on the moon. Um, but uh, there's a reason to go to the moon as well. There's a lot of uh, what look to be structures there. Uh, they're well defined. Uh, with today's technology, you can see that. Uh, we actually have, this is bona fide fact again. Look it up, folks. Not ridiculous crap, but we actually have bona fide uh, Defense Department spy satellites orbiting the moon right now. And it's never been explained why these are secret. They're launched at night, by the way. Um, and it's never been explained why we're launching spy satellites to the moon. It's very interesting. We've been doing it since uh, at least the 80s. What's that? You were thinking at night it would show. Yeah, but they always launch at night. I don't know why. And I think they're trying to it's hide like, what they look like. like well, that you know, from some satellites and shit. But our satellites orbiting the planet. The Russians looking at it. But it's just wrapped shit. in mirrors. Yeah, well, could be. But anyway, so anyway. Um, but, uh, and of course, the whole the jump from Mars is, uh, you know, there's obvious reasons for Mars. We know it has water. Uh, we know it can support plant life. Um, we know at one time that uh, it had an atmosphere much like Earth. And we know there's a lot of geological structures there that, you know, could be or could not be uh, made by a former intelligence. So there's a lot of different reasons for the Mars as well. Yeah. Uh, and the last thing I had as far as. Current news is, this is a name that you, I'm assuming, know, Colonel Robert Friend, who from 1958 to 1962 was the head of Project Blue Book. Oh, yes, yes, I've seen Amy uh, years ago. He, he has definitely come out and said that we do know what UFOs are. Okay. Say it. I know. I know. He knows. He knows. I know. Um... Let's see what else I have on here. Uh, we talked about media censorship and how it's gotten crazy. Uh, yes, I've been kicked off again on Facebook. That <laughs> happened January 13th. Uh, I just finished getting uh, pissed. So I took a page out of my nephew's playbook and created a couple different accounts for myself. Is that the second one I keep seeing pop up? So there's two. There's, right, there's Abel James. Don't, don't name him. I don't give a shit, you fuckers. Kick me up again, too, man. 
So there's Animal James. Mm -hmm. And then uh, I have created an alter ego. And I won't say that one. So yeah. you I, I, uh, did you send me a friend request? Of that? I have. Okay, that's the one. I didn't know who it was, so I didn't hit. I'm not being yet. hacked. I'm right. hacking myself. No, no, I know that, but good. I wasn't sure who it was. So, so, yeah. so my my more controversial posts, which never get sent me. They never. I never get sent to jail for these posts. I just get off all together. But uh, they will be on that uh, other other other. Taking uh, uh, the cap, we talk about inaugural day again. Everything was caged in. It was ridiculous. And then Trump just leaves quietly. Quietly exits. Yeah. You know, I get people, oh, why? He's not. Some yeah. of the politics. I get, you know, you know, Mikey, Mikey Pence went. Mikey still got probably some political life left in him. Mikey uh, Pence went, but, you know. And, uh, I, I, I'm going to say one more take on this. I don't think... Trump would run again, but I'm not going to rule it out for one simple fact. This guy's been bankrupt many times. He's said over and over again through his career, never bet against me. Right. And that sticks in my mind. He's not one easy to say, eh, I gave him my best shot. That's not no, in no, his no, blood. No, no, no. That's not in his blood at all. No. So, no. this is a real fear among the Democrats, I think. So, so, because I basically work and sleep and then spend middle hours on, on the internet. I don't know if it's because I've been kicked off Facebook and they've taken down a lot of my information that way. And I know you said some of you know the riots that went on in Portland, right. even hot and heavier than usual. Yeah. But are we seeing this in the media? No, we're not. Okay, so the, it's not me. Yeah. Um, the last thing I had in my my, my outline of things was the new civility in 2021. We're not seeing Antifa, we're not seeing Black Lives Matter. They, they maced a nine-year-old girl. Did you see this? Yes. Yeah, yeah. They maced and, and nothing got burned down <laughs> or looted that we're aware of. Nope. And I got to tell you, even white people are happy about this. Yeah. <laughs> even white people are saying, yeah, you can't even give me a reason. Like George Floyd, I held back my judgment until I heard all the evidence. Mason, a nine-year-old girl screaming for her father. I'm putting the challenge up to you for you to show me the compelling evidence yeah. that you need to mace this kid. Yeah. No, what makes it, it makes grown people scream and cry. Yeah. You really think it's gonna shut this kid up and yeah. behave? <laughs> Just poor, poor. And I support the blue, but Piss these poor these fuckers need to get maced every day for the next <laughs> month. Yeah, yeah. Until they realize that. They're just stupid. Anyways, um, and I think COVID nineteen is just a, it's it's just it's just gonna be a fact of life now. Yeah, probably. It's just gonna be a fact of life. Yeah. Um, if we need to make a make a statement, then you didn't die from heart condition; you died from COVID nineteen. Yep. Um. Again, I, I, we are in no way saying this doesn't exist. But I'm I'm done. I'm done. I'm done with having to wear a mask all the time. I'm done with a lot of having to get a fucking COVID test every time she goes in for a new procedure or a test at a hospital. She had to, she had to get an MRI done. Well, you had to get COVID tests before you get the MRI done. <laughs> um, she took a week off from physical therapy on one of the things. They wanted to get a COVID test because, you know... 
she said she wasn't feeling up to going in. She's not feeling good because she had a freaking stroke. She's in her house. She's out of a job. She's making a third of her pay. Undoubtedly, a little depressed about how we're paying for things next. Right. It's not code why she, whatever. She's probably had a half dozen or more code tests in the last month and a half. Just crazy. Um, and you know, there there are little hints of these new strains out of England and South Africa, and this, but there's nothing. Well, the uh, there's the, the uh, vaccine they were using in South Africa. They stopped using it today because it's ineffective against this strain. They just stopped using it. Well, you know, the initially it was just killing people too. So yeah, well, they just stopped using it when you. Accidentally kill the first hundred people that got the shots <laughs> in South Africa. But anyways, um, but the media again and again, people, people, guys are getting woke. That how come this isn't a big? How come it's not a big story anymore? Why isn't this a big story anymore? Why isn't there? They maced a nine-year-old girl, and no one gives a rat ass. No I can understand if it was Vestal, New York, or, you know, Appalachian Junior Patrol Officer, <laughs> whatever. This was in Rochester, the home of, we'll protest for any reason. Yeah. Nah, nice road, girl. Biden's in office. We'll let this one slide. It probably wasn't racially motivated. It was probably just, you know. And I think it was two white officers. Yeah, who were? This, this is all, this is, you know, this is an Alp Sharpton <laughs> get out the, get out the carnage moment. But anyways, um, yeah, it's just funny that, you know, I just, I'm hoping people start seeing this and doing something. Not saying heads on spikes doing something. I'm just saying, <laughs> you know, start voting, start pushing for change through the system. Uh, uh, some possible shows coming up in the next few weeks. Uh, ancestor worship. I just think that's interesting. Like. Are your, are your, just looking at this now, like, what the fuck is he doing? Easter Island, I like that one. You like Our solar one? system, I like that. Uh, Holy Relics, well, Carl Universe is like that. Living Energy, that's good. Charlton's like that. I like most of these, it's all good. Alright, so, what I was just thinking. Crop Circle's good. Alright. Ancestral Worship. Yeah. Like, with the age, I think with the age of Aquarius, I think it's, like, I think it's going to be more... As we move forward with it, I think church can become less relevant, and we'll need we need we need to we need to have a new moral compass. Yeah, and the Book of Revelation actually talks about that very thing, which is all the bad shit that happens in the Bible the last year. Yeah, oh yeah, that's, that's, that's the best part. <laughs> so, but that's basically, but yeah, you're, we're right on track for all the bad shit. This <laughs> we're right on but you know. Who do we get a moral compass from? And I get there's a lot of bad parents out there and things like that, but 
I get. I, I really feel I get a lot of my moral compass from my parents. From the friends. That's to me. That's answers for sure. But if I'm asking for help and guidance from someone who's not God per se, I'm asking for what would my dad do? What would my mom do? What would, would Jude's character? Did you know that in 1969, Richard Nixon gave some moral compass to the Soviet Union? Yeah. Yeah. This is a true fact, which I discovered over the weekend. Which I was really? Completely floored by because I never knew this before. And I had to find different sources of information to clarify <laughs> and justify and make sure my information is correct. It is 100% correct. <clears throat> so, back in the 60s, um, this I did not know, uh, the Soviet Union and China didn't get along at all. They were virtually in a state of war for many years. Mm -hmm. It was just undeclared war. But there were border clashes and right. all this bad, this bad shit was going down. So in 1964, uh, or was it 65? 64-65, China, you know, had its first atomic test, test. weapon. All right? So they had atomic energy. So by 69, shit was so bad, the Soviet Union's like, you know what? Fuck this. I ain't making this shit up. I, ain't, I swear to God, folks. I mean, the Soviet Union guy was so like, fuck this. We're taking the fuckers out. They were going to do a preemptive atomic attack, numerous atomic attacks. Like, they had like 35 different targets picked out. They were just going to start dropping atomic bombs on China. I kid you not. They went to Richard Nixon. They went to the United States. Say, look it. <laughs> I'm not making this up. We're going to do this. We're making you aware. Basically, they had to tell us to say the fuck out. Richard Nixon prevented World War III. I, I never knew this. And he, he, told, he told the Soviet Union, he said, no, you're not going to do this because this is going to cause World War motherfucking three. And you know, different terminology. Right, right. But you know, we're going to retaliate. There's going to be retaliation. This is you can't do this. And he was very, you know, very vehement against the Soviet Union about this. And the Soviet Union did eventually back off. But they were all gun ho, 100 percent in to do a preemptive atomic strike and then invade China. I ain't making this shit up. Swear to God, that's a true fact. This is un unknown uh, history that really happened. So, fascinating stuff you can find out. Wow. Yeah. We were on the brink I mean, of atomic annihilation. And do you think that would have been World War? Like, if we, had, if we had agreed to stay out of it. Like, Rush comes to us right. and says, stay the fuck out of this. <laughs> and Nixon's like, eh. I got some, I got some Chinese. I got some tapes to listen to. I got some tapes to listen to. I'm good. I got, a, I got a campaign I need to run. It's Russia and China. Russia uses up a good chunk of their arsenal on China, so they're not shooting them at us. Right. Right. And we didn't use up any of our arsenal <laughs> in the process. Who else with nuclear powers at the point? England, 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 England was probably... But power. they're too far away yeah, to do anything. France might have nuclear weapons. I can't remember. Israel, um, but they don't know fuck. Well, Israel didn't have until we gave it to them. Yeah, it was years later, anyway. Um, but, yeah, so... Um, so, Nixon agrees to stay the fuck out of it. Let those two well, I think, both go back to the Stone Age. Well, I think Nixon's point was uh, he knew that if it was a preemptive strike the way that the Russians had it, or the Soviet Union had it set up, it would be devastating China, and it, there wouldn't have been a, a retaliatory strike because they wouldn't be able to. And that would put Russia in a better, more controlled position of Southeast Asia, which we are fighting Vietnam War still at the time. 
Secondly, we were vastly, vastly outnumbered, you know, in Europe by the Soviet Union at the time. I mean, for every tank that we had, they had like fucking seven. You know, <laughs> it wasn't a joke. They were vastly outnumbered. Uh, there was a lot of different ways I think Nixon looked at it. Like, if he allowed that to happen, um, it wouldn't have weakened Russia or the Soviet Union. It would have made them stronger in the long run. And he saw that as a... He saw China as, the, as a counterbalance, you know, to the Soviet Union. Meaning that if the Soviet Union had to worry about China as well, they weren't going to fucking invade Europe. Mm-hmm. You see what I'm saying? So that's... There was a lot of geopolitical mm-hmm. shit going on, you know, strategy-wise. And I think Richard Nixon made the right fucking call personally. Um, and, you know, you remember, you know, that we... The Soviet Union was the first ones who wanted to do this. You know, Douglas MacArthur wanted to drop the bomb on fucking China, you know, in Korea. Yeah, He's true. like, just, he went to the, you know, he said, he told, we're going to do this. And he got removed, you know. And Truman, yeah. took, Truman took him out of command and retired his ass. Which is just <laughs> funny. Which is funny. Because I read the, I don't read, I actually listen to it. I go to and from work because I got an hour commute. Uh, books on tape, right? Audio books, and uh, the one I'm reading now, and I think I mentioned this one. It looks at alternative histories, and now it's looking at our history is the same up until th- this this particular series. He's done a lot of different ones where he takes different points of time and alters history, but this one he doesn't alter until Korea. In this in this alternate version, he allows MacArthur to. Drop the bomb on hmm. um, North Korea <laughs> near the China border. Oh Jesus! And uh, and uh, it just prompts unbelievable devastation. Um, Soviet Union jumps in because they were unofficially on North Korean side, and they retaliate, and we retaliate. Then. Bombs get dropped on France, England. It was just—it's just a crazy, crazy book about things that went on from just that one. And that was it. He wanted to drop it in China. Like no, right? You wanted—you wanted to drop it on Beijing, dude. You wanted to fucking take out the capital. Let me me drop it here, which was like a—it was like a waypoint on the Korean, Korean China border where they were bringing. Stuff across. Right, right. right. Let me drop it here, just on the other side of the Chinese border. Right. right. Like, yeah, okay, we'll give that a try. <laughs> so, uh, so yeah, that's funny. Well, not funny. Um, and just to get my quick prediction out here, uh, this will be the last year of Kim. Kim will be gone this year. North Korea. Yeah. No, I don't know. Uh, it was just something. I said it a couple of years ago. I said it was coming. It's coming. It's coming. I said it last year. It's coming. I think this he's... is going to be it. This is going to be the year. No, no, he's he's, oh, he's putting right. out. These uh, people are coming. They're going to rise. He's the people putting out a rise economic plan for his country. Yeah, so that man. might be. So anyway, so show coming. Curry Curryology, which is crap circles, which might be interesting. Uh, Harbingers of death, which I thought might be fun. Huh? Are we gonna do a shark? Yeah, let's do a shark. Wait, sure. I don't know. Do you want? Try the gentleman Jack. Oh, fuck. Is that too much for you? No, I'm going to. I don't know. Uh, Death, I thought might be interesting. There's there's lots of, uh, there's lots of, uh, lots of, oh, that was something I thought it would be. Um, Death, which is, uh, 
What, what are we pouring right now, sir? Uh, this is Gentleman Jack Jack Daniels Double Mellowed Tennessee Whiskey. This is called oh. Birthday Birthday Booze. Birthday Booze. This was a birthday uh, early birthday present from Jeff for me. Which I thought was this week because I can't tell fucking dates. Can't tell right fucking dates, so. Happy right. birthday. Happy birthday. Oh, that's smooth. Oh, my God. Oh, I like this. Yeah, it's good. Mm. Oh. We're sipping this. We're not, we're not. Oh, yeah, this it. is not one you slam. We're not slamming these. Um, like, sorry about this. But so there are. I'm going to steal this a little bit for Heather later. Okay. So there are uh, signs of impending death. There are creatures that are supposed to predict it. Um, so that might be a fun one to do. Earth Giants. I thought it might be interesting. Do a little research on that and and see what and follow the Earth Giants with Easter Island. Maybe we'll do those two together. Yeah, that'd be good. Yeah. Um, our solar system again, because there's there's lots of things going on. The Moon, Mars. Um, they're finding all kinds of things going on. Uh, Fourteen phenomena. Can't remember what that was. I'll look it up. Holy relics, I think, might be another one. Uh, holy relics are crazy, like dead saints' hands preserved in just crazy shit. That not just a holy grail. It's like, oh, this, this, this was a saint that had a silver tongue, so we cut it out and right. it's preserved in a box in a monastery. They're going to do Somewhere. that with my penis because it's so amazing. Oh, that's, that's that is penis. amazing. Yes. Uh, parallel universes, which I think probably more probably do exist. Uh, living energy. So this would be EMF. This would be and it's electromagnetic fields generated by the human body, not right. by your toaster. Um, right. Auras, things like that. Yep. So that's, again, that's a, charlatans. That would be fun to do. Fun to, yeah. Charlatans, things they used to do. And zoo form phenomena. And if I read this correctly, it's basically people seeing animals and creatures that they don't recognize, so they attach a paranormal existence to it. Like, it it may just be a lost species of dire wolf, which is a huge wolf. Yep. But you don't see them a lot. And all of a sudden, this is the, the werewolf of Edwell. So, there's something to get us going. Uh, again, I like to get a little bit out of our comfort zones as far as things we talk about. And whether we can both well, I, research it or one research it or... I think we uh, spent too much time last year on politics. We did. So. We, we did. You know, way too much and time. I don't think it's going to be so much this year because no. it's going to bore the shit out of us. Yeah. Yeah, so. yeah, we'll talk about current events and how, how things are shaping up. But, yeah, so, again, I think you'll look for stuff and we'll... One of my goals uh, this year for every show is to get at least one or two they put stories in. Oh, uh, or at that know, point. So, All right. Uh, yeah. You know. <clears throat> so okay. So uh, I oh don't forget Black Eyed Kid event. All right. So before we I talk about to, you want me to talk about do we talk about China that you want to talk about China that was the thing about China with okay, the, uh, okay, okay. Okay. black eyed kids yeah black eyed kids so do you know what this phenomenon is yes okay great perfect because that makes it a lot easier you know what I'm talking about which like I had to figure out what the hell you were talking about right so it makes right. it better when we both right. know we both know so anyway 
So I've been watching, and I have been for a couple of years now. I've been watching, you know, uh, reading stories and uh, about people who uh, have encounters with these black-eyed kids and that kind of thing. Getting my research done and trying to figure out if it's a real phenomenon or people's imagination. I come up with the idea that it's something. I don't know what it is. I don't know if it's aliens. I don't know if it's demon spirits. I don't know, but it's something. Something's happening. So uh, two weeks ago, I come home and. Uh, well, first, my neighbor next door, Joe, uh, Debbie, there's two ladies live next door. One is 87, and the other one's at 64, 65. She kept calling my phone at work, and, you know, I'm at work, so I can't pick it up. Right. And I said, can you ask Debbie what the fuck she needs? So Debbie had uh, asked Heather, she texted her, and she's like, did, did Jeff hear anyone banging on his door this morning? Because the dogs were going crazy, and I heard someone banging on the front door really bad. And uh, it scared me, you know, they get, they're all lazy, they get scared, you know. So, anyway, uh, now I'm a light sleeper. If the dogs bark, I wake up, you know, right. like someone's breaking my house, I sleep with a shotgun. Um, for me to sleep through somebody banging on my door with the dogs barking doesn't make a lot of sense to me. So when I got home, I'm getting out of my truck, and Debbie comes outside, it's freezing out, and she's like, hey, someone's banging on your door, and... You know, I didn't want to get out of bed. I was scared, and the dogs are barking. And I'm like, Debbie, I have no idea what you're talking about because I would have woken up. You know, she's like, well, really, I was like 4.30, 3 o'clock in the morning, you know, just crazy. And, well, I, I don't know. I don't tell you. You know, um, now, it had snowed, mm -hmm. right? Right. And it was before anyone had right. trouble. Right. Um, there were, indeed, footprints. footprints of a smaller human being. You know, yeah, which kind of freaked me out. Right. You know, I'm like, and I had read stories about that where people were doing research and they had a visit, you know, from these black guys. I just found it fascinating. Now, I'm not saying it was 100% for sure, but it does tie into what I was researching at the time for a while now. So it's kind of a scary thing, you know. So, um, I'm, uh, I, you know, I have. Web, you know, cams, webcams. Right. I have uh, vehicle cams. I'm going to buy a couple cams for my front porch, my back porch now. I'm going to hook them up shortly. So hopefully I can catch a black eye. Be interesting. Yeah. So now let's get to Bigfoot. Bigfoot. So this one is from uh, one of the recent reports. This is from 2020 fall, uh, October, last October. Okay. The date was the 31st Halloween. Okay. In fact, I know where this location is. It's in Ohio, but I'm going to rent the same exact cabin now. Ah. <laughs> So, okay, we rented a cabin in the woods. I'm going to keep the address to myself for now. But I'll tell you, it was in Perry County, Ohio. Nearest town was Logan, off of State Route 312. Observed, 10 of us rented a cabin in the woods Thursday, October 29th through Sunday, November 1st. It was located in blank, 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 blank area. <laughs> Everything was normal till Friday. We started smelling a nasty smell that couldn't figure out where it was coming from. Didn't smell in the cabin just outside. Late Friday night, after midnight, two people were on the deck and everyone else went to bed. The sailor hearing loud noises like branches breaking and felt they were being watched. <clears throat> Sometimes it sounded like something was being thrown. Uh, they thought it was one of us pranking them. Then came a loud bang uh, near them, so they ran in the cabin from the upper deck. The one guy came into my room and told me what was going on. So me and another girl went down to the kitchen, the one he was banging apparently, mm -hmm. and we started looking out the windows. 
I turned on all the lights. Oh, I turned out all the lights. Within minutes, one girl yelled, there it is. I went to the kitchen window, and in the field right in front of me stood a large black figure walking on two feet towards the cabin. We all started yelling, what is that? What is that? Then all of a sudden, it turned and went back into the woods. Uh, it came out like it hurt us. It went back and like, okay. When, when, let's see, we then got everyone up, we all went out onto the deck and had weird howling noises none of us have heard before, and loud noises like branches breaking. Then we heard loud sounds in front of the cabin and to the left. We all moved to the front and heard walking and branches breaking and seeing something moving around. That is where we found a footprint the next morning. The smell, we couldn't figure out where it came from. It was only uh, Friday and Friday night. No smell on Thursday, Saturday, or Sunday. All right. Uh, da, 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 da. Basically, long story short, um, that was it. The next morning, they left. They were that freaked out. These, uh, these campers in October uh, left the area. Uh, they had visually seen a large creature. They observed to be uh, eight feet tall, um, fucking around with them. And it went, now, it was Halloween, so maybe they, someone was fucking with them, but, right, right. you okay. know, uh, I don't think so. All right, uh, my next report uh, is, this is an older one, but I'm bringing this report up because this is where I'm going this coming weekend, a Bigfoot yeah, investigation. Right. So, and I've been to here this exact point once before with Heather last February. This is Warren County, New York, August 1992 and 1993. This is a dual sighting from two different points uh, in time. Sabbath Day Point, Lake George. I heard the vocalizations during a week-long period in August 92 and then again in May 93. Both occurred at Sabbath Day Point, Lake George, New York, where we own a log cabin on the water. The sounds would start any time from 11 p.m. to 3 p.m. Again, these creatures are nocturnal. This makes total sense. The sounds usually begin with a whistling and thumping sound. And the whistling is very important because, if you remember, uh, when I took Steve and uh, Fat Willie um, <laughs> to uh, uh, our Bigfoot investigation, um, it, you know, I put my eye out, but right. at 3 o'clock in the morning, right. I heard whistling in the woods, right. you know, and multiple whistles, and I couldn't figure out what the fuck it was. Anyway, well, this kind of ties into that. The first time I heard the noise, the sound far away on top of the mountain behind our house. Now, I've been on that mountain. <clears throat> That's where I heard the tree knock, actually. But within a matter of 30 seconds, it was 200 feet away and on the main road, Route uh, uh, 9N, been on that road. A rift climb uh, rims Bloomer Mountain with a large boulder field heading down towards the main road. It is impossible for anything to climb down or up under an hour. There must have been two calling to each other the way it sounded. It screamed very loudly with chatter, squeals, and what sounded like a woman's laughter mixing with crying. The hair on the back of my neck would stand up explanation point. It was like any other sound I've ever heard, and I was gripped with extreme fear. Again, I can relate to that. Heard it. Yeah. It scares the shit out of you, literally. Although I managed to eventually shine a flashlight out, the, out into the night, I saw nothing. My wife never heard a thing. However, my three-year-old daughter once woke up crying during a vocalization and said that the sound of the creature had woke her up. I found it strange that she said creature and not animal or man. About also, about 15 years ago, just south of this area, I was in a canoe with my younger brother out for a sunset paddle. We both saw something strange standing on shore. We were at the base of Deer Leap Mountain, which is a large boulder field running down the lake. We were about 200 feet out when we saw a thin, brown, hairy creature standing erect on the shore about the size of a small man. Its 
body was facing sideways from us and his head looked directly across its left shoulder at us. We did not feel secure to move any closer than we were. We had a strange, it had a strange grin with piercing eyes, almost a mechanical, uh, manical look, like a crazy look, evil. He had long, thin arms and did not move as we, it did not move as we slowly paddled by. It was not dark yet. The far shore was still lit by the sun, <clears throat> but our shore was now in the shadow. As we turned around to go home, we noticed it had climbed a dead pine tree nearby and moved out on the crook of the branch. As it was gripping the branch, it cocked its head towards us, stared at us, then turned its head down between its front arms and into its chest. At this point, it became camouflaged with the tree. If you did not know it, it was... If you didn't know it was there, you would thought it was a large, you know, lump on the branch. A footnote to this is a story I heard of, uh, read about in things in New Hampshire called the Wood Devil. It is known the old hunters to be found in the forest. Whenever a person came near it, it froze, blending in with the trees around it. <clears throat> in the add to this last summer, I had mentioned to an employee at the near YMC, YMCA camp that I had heard book Bigfoot when she interrupted me to tell me about a thing she saw she named Monkey Boy. She said it was small, with brownish hair covering his body. She said uh, uh, she and another friend saw it hopping at a lake, lakeside pavilion. It looked at them and hopped onto the steps and then off behind a small wall, and when it looked directly at, that, at them, it screamed and ran away. It was the size of a small man. This spot is two miles north of where I heard the noises, about three miles from where I saw the creature on the shore. Uh, another mile or so to Bucks Mountain, which I'll be going to nice. Alright, uh, here's another one. This is a great one. This is where I'm exactly going. July 9th, 2000. My wife and I were chased out of the woods by what I'm sure was a Bigfoot in Lake George, Buck Mountain region, going right to this place. The creature observed us from about 100 feet away and broke large branches and made large, roaring, screaming-like sounds at least seven times, maybe more. Um, it can only come from a large mammal. I've been in the woods with very large bears and even taken away food bags from bears, but this was no bear uh, koi dog. It was much larger. We never did see it, but we could hear it following us through the trail in the woods, and I have never been so scared in my life. It kept coming closer, would stop and roar, then approach us closer. We nearly froze in fear, but managed to collect our things from where we had been resting and, uh, and nearly ran out of the woods. My wife is a very big step to Bigfoot until this point. The whole time we walked out of the woods, she kept on commenting it was following us. We could feel it watching us, and we could hear it through the woods. A few times I saw something moving through the woods, us, but not try not to look at us as we both up. Uh, but tried not to look as we both picked up large sticks in case it attacked us. There was no one parked in the trailhead. Can't wait to get to the spot. When we came out, and I suspect it had followed us out, two other hikers had just hiked in earlier ahead of us and just happened to come across us. The sounds we heard that day have really bothered me since then. I'm literally scared to death of going into the woods alone now, even though I've been hiking for over 20 years. I can't explain the terror I felt from hearing this thing. I feel like I have to go back to the area and check it out, but my wife will never go back in the woods again after this incident. That's how frightening these sounds were. True story. Wow. Yeah, so we're going exactly to Bucks Mountain. I know exactly I where they parked the car. 
I got all the details on these flasks. Yeah, very excited about this. This ship's fucking strong. It is. Oh, fuck. 40 proof. There's 80 proof. It's 40% off. Wow. Yeah, I mean, it's a little chubby. Whoa. A little chubby. Woo, little chubby. Little chubby. Little chubby. Little chubby. Oh. So, yeah, let's. Uh... So, when, I, when we do a show, um, I have next Monday off. I'll be back in town. I don't know if you're free, but we can do a show that night. Yeah. And I could do, I'll be right back, fresh from our Bigfoot investigation. That'd be great. I might have something to share. All right. You know, so. Yeah, because the crap suckers won't take that long time out. Yeah. Yeah. Um, what were we doing next week? Crap suckers. Okay, that's what, I know a shitload about that, so it's great. I already know some research. I know so much shit about that, it's like fucking funny. But what the great thing is about the investigation I'm doing is I've got it set up on days and nights. So we're going to be uh, at night doing some investigations in different areas, uh, maybe even Whitehall. Do you need a good tape recorder? No, I got one. I bought that uh, the task cam oh, thing you that you told me. Remember, I got yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. Oh, and speaking of awesome new equipment, just for this investigation, I got myself a high-powered LED rechargeable searchlight. Nice. It's like seven thousand looms. This motherfucker came today. Nice. Came today. Ordered just for this investigation. Nice. That's but. What where we are going and what we're going to be doing is with the tape recorder. I hope to get some responses with tree knocking and maybe get some screams. And if we're lucky, we'll get chased out and be scared out of our fucking minds. So uh, that's the plan at night at 3 o'clock in the morning. Yes, I'm very excited. All right. <laughs> Mind note, now there's like two feet of snow and there is three feet of snow where we're going in the mountains. So yeah. we're going to be hiking in this shit at night. This is going to be a wonderful experience. Scared out of our fucking minds. Yep, can't wait. With our GPS tracker, I can find you in the springtime. Just remember Bucks Mountain. If I don't come back, Bucks Mountain, Bucks Mountain Lake George, that's where you got to go. And it's on the show, so you say, well, yep, what, the, yep. what does the fucking little fucker say? Bucks Mountain. <laughs> uh, yeah, Tascam will work great, because that just, that just picks up everything. Mm-hmm. I got the one you told me to get. Yeah. The high dollar one with all the like, extensions yeah, and the microphone the, detachments. Yeah, that, that'll, that'll be good for, yeah. for that kind of thing. It's... I usually like to use something a little more primitive for the ghost hunting stuff just because it seems like the white noise is a little bit better right. where it's not filtering all the out like the Tascam well. But yeah, that, the Tascam is, the one that you got is like studio quality. Yeah, yep. Like if you don't have a studio but you want to record, yep. like guitar, you want to use that one. So yeah, yeah that's good. Uh, so yeah, Crap Circles, uh, we get a fresh update on the events of being out there, so that'd be great. Uh, anything else before we call tonight? Anything uh, up? Uh, no, I think that's about it, folks. I just want to say thank you for the uh, the, uh, the people that do uh, listen in to our occasional shows. We we'll hope to get back on track this year. Yeah, on track. We got some um, things to talk about. So you know, we're, we're, we might be getting another check here for fourteen hundred dollars. I'm going to try and get an updated laptop <laughs> from my nineteen. I don't know what the hell year this is. This is two thousand one, two thousand two laptop, but. Uh, <laughs> I am Brady, not. Brady won his first Super Bowl. Yeah, yeah. Jeff got Judge his fucking laptop. laptop. You know, so. so uh, um, yeah. Which will be great because we got something reliable. We can start. I think that's something probably towards mid to end of the year. We want to. I like to get some interviews. Yeah, interviews. Like connect nice, with yeah. people, get interviews, and we can do that. We gotta get Denny on this, man. We gotta get Denny, Denny on. Yeah, he'd be a great guest. Will would be a great guest. I think Will has a lot of information. I haven't seen Will in a long time. You know, you know get to see what he's been doing. Um, 
different people. There's a lot of people locally we even get on, you know. And like I said, StreamYard works out well for the virtual studio. Yeah, the virtual studio. thing, yeah, yeah. So it's not saying it's better than Zoom, it's better than we got to get Tim Skype, Hall, a big Skype Hunter on. Apple. You guys love him. He'd be a great, entertaining guest. Holy shit. So we got we got things planned for twenty twenty one that do not revolve around politics specifically. So yes, should be a good year. Should be a good year. Hopefully. You know, and that's the kind of thing. We're, as we're just talking and ending the show here, you know, I and I think maybe you can relate to this as well. I personally kind of got tired of talking about the politics, and, and we both would bring it up. But, like, it got to the point of, like, ah, oh, fuck, we're going to do it again tonight. You know, yeah, yeah, just, just, it, it was just out of habit at that point, I think, because so much shit was going on. Because there's just so much stuff going on. There's just so much bullshit. Bullshit, going, you know. Bullshit going yeah, on. Yeah, um, But I'm, I'm happy that uh, it's over with, you know, and we can kind of move on to the paranormal and the different yeah. aspects of paranormal. Yeah. And that's what we want to talk about at all. And, sure, we're going to include that shit once in a while, like the politics shit, but we're going to... I think I think we both agree that we're going to try and get away from get outside our get outside our norm, get outside our comfort zone, dude. Yeah, like you're got your shirt, paranormal investigator on. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. And uh, hold this fuck out right now. Right, and I've got my cross of Jesus on. So we're going to talk about. (laughs) Well, like I said, craft circles next week, and then other stuff. And there's, I found a couple sites. There, one site is just just list topics that, like the top 100 things debated by paranormal investigators. It just covers the whole slew of crazy shit. Yeah, we just can do that. And I want to do a show on uh, Jesus Christ. Sure. Uh, I have some theories I'd like to share. I'm not going to do right now, but uh, I have a lot of history about Jesus Christ. <laughs> well, most people do, obviously. But, um, you know, when you study the Gnostics, uh, you get to see his childhood when he grew up in uh, that kind of thing. Uh, some some of the uh, the books that weren't included in the final do chapter of the do Bible. a show on the books that were yeah excluded yeah so that would be uh, that would be a great show. Be a great show yeah so great show. all right so uh, we are let's talk it all with Jeff and Amble you can find us at let's talk it all dot com you can find us on Podbean Podbean is where we post our podcasts and uh, if you type in Let's talk it all one word. It should pop up uh, if you don't have us already on your likes. Uh, if you go to our website, we podcast are there. You can just uh, click and link into those there. Uh, and right now, that's about all we're doing. Uh, we, have, we, are, we are on Facebook for right now. Uh, it seems to be, uh, even though it's censored, it's the only platform that seems to be consistently available to us. Um, Twitter, watch us on Twitter every now and then. We Twitter, Twitter things out, and uh, we are always looking to improve. Like I said, Streamyard, we can do uh, do Streamyard live shows. We get live guests. We'll get to that point. And talk to them virtually. And, um, that's all I got. So, till next time. I'd say next week, but that's not a guarantee. So, till next time. Oh, wait. One more. What, 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 we also what, have to do what? a show on Asian Massage Parlors. Asian Massage Parlors. I will volunteer to go to one to figure this all out, but we'll, we'll get to that. Probably under. Probably under the Uh Yeah, well... I love you long time. We will, we will take the sex worker uh, problem and look at it from the other side of the equation. 
which is probably very politically incorrect, <laughs> but, you know, that's what we're about. So, until next time, not necessarily next week, but next time, I'm Jeff. And I'm Anvil. And, oh, that's right. I guess I'm not. Anyway, so, <laughs> wow, that's good shit. So, <laughs> I just had, like, a barely had a shot, and this is very crazy. Um, until next time, we're Jeff and Anvil. It's Let's Talk It All, and we'll be talking to you. <laughs> The views and opinions expressed on this program are those of the expressor, and do not necessarily represent those of the owner, management, or anyone else. This program is meant for mature listeners, and some of the language and topics may not be suitable for younger or sensitive individuals. If you are easily offended, or have a delicate constitution you may want to turn the program off now. The host and guest are welcome and encouraged to exercise their First Amendment rights as much as they want. This is a right to listen to program, and as such anyone for any reason at any time can stop listen by turning the program off. The program is here for entertainment, and hopefully some education. This will be accomplished through facts, fiction, sarcasm, and parody. Much like the mainstream media, we will try to verify information, but are under no obligation to do so prior to releasing said information. Any references to specific individuals, that may or may not have done something, is strictly for a point of reference and most likely was based on something found on the internet. Use discretion when listening and always feel free to double check our information if you want.